This week's episode is jam-packed. I'm joined by Mally. She's a travel enthusiast. She's the creator of Broke-Ass Girl Travel. She's going to give you some tips and tricks about how to travel on a budget, but still be fabulous. And there is one category that has been burning up the internet this week. And I'm not going to say I told you so, but as always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Hey, y'all, welcome back to another week of Category Is. First, I'm going to jump into the categories a little later. I have my chat with Mally, so stay tuned for that. Um, This week, I am drinking another spiked Arnold Palmer. There is a sweet tea vodka and lemonade and that is perfect 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 summer drink because it's light and you kind of don't even realize there's alcohol in it but it's like one of those slow creepers so let's get into the categories for this week um the main thing that's been kind of blowing up lately is that chrissy teigen who is the wife of john legend um she was a model at one point um but I never kind of, I never really featured her. There was just something about her that just didn't connect with me. And I think that was always like a a big red flag because, you know, I like to say that, you know, I have the, the gift of discernment. So like whenever something just doesn't connect or like someone's energy or spirit just is a bit off, but you really can't put your finger on it. I think that's what it was with me for for her with me because I mean <laughs> she just never did it for me like I just never featured her like at all and I know she got um she was like a low level model she was one of the plus size girls and she was not very famous like until um you know she and john legend met up and you know my thoughts on that situation is just a a beard situation but um yes i mean she was never like gracing the runways and you know supermodel getting flued out and being on you know this cover and that cover i feel like she was very like c-list in the model world and you know that's no shade you know plus size is is beautiful as well but she just didn't do it for me um once like twitter started taking off a while ago about a i guess like what a decade or more ago um i knew she was on there and just like really trying to get attention or it just seemed like she was very attention seeking because she was always like poking fun at someone or like mocking them or you know really just being an asshole like online really it just seemed very troll-ish troll adjacent and you can tell it's one of those people who they call it clout chasing now where you know something's going on in the media and then someone kind of like retweets something or like posts their reaction to something it was very much that uh, going on and it just really seemed like she was trying to raise her profile or just like I said get attention because it's the thing where (laughs) 
and you see it all the time now where someone will post, you know, a negative comment about um, Beyonce or, you know, someone who's like an A-list celebrity. And the goal is to get them to respond. And that seemed to be like Chrissy's MO. Like she would post negative stuff or like at them and, and um, all in an effort to get a response. Because if they respond to you, then, oh, bitch, you made my day now because now people are going to, you know, check out my profile and, you know, see what I'm talking about and, you know, maybe even get some follows out of it. So that was very much Chrissy for a long time. Um, Then she married John Legend and or was dating him. And I think that raised her profile a bit more. And then, you know, now she was granted access to certain places. She was at you know, this award show and she was arm candy for, you know, this red carpet. And, you know, people started paying a bit more attention to her and a girl, I guess that went to her head because now it's been coming out that for years, Chrissy has been a Twitter troll. She's been not just publicly, um, you know, like bashing people and, and, doing mean tweets but mama was actually like privately dming people saying that you know her day would be much better if that person were dead or she was you know suggesting that they take a dirt nap or you know that they're dead and you know almost urging people to commit suicide so there was another c-list celebrity her name was courtney stodden i don't know this lady um but Apparently, she was like 16 in like 2012 when Chrissy Teigen was tweeting publicly that Courtney Stodden, I hate you. That was January 10th, 2012. Oh, Courtney Stodden shot to fame in 2011 when she was 16 years old. She got married to a 51-year-old man. I mean... Uh, okay. Um, I don't know the age of consent and wherever they were, but I mean, in some states you can get married at 16. So Courtney was the one who kind of broke this whole story that Chrissy was a a mean girl and, you know, she would, um, basically just be bullying the people. And I think that is what triggered a lot of the backlash that Chrissy is now facing because you know, at the time, Courtney was like 16. And I don't know how old Chrissy was at the time, but I'm sure mama was older than 16 to be being mean to this, to this little girl. And I don't know like what caused <laughs> the beef or like what prompted Chrissy to start negatively attacking Courtney, but girl, like this is it was a bit much. And then the other day, um, a guy, a designer named Michael Costello, you probably know him from Project Runway. And I didn't really like his stuff when he was on Project Runway. I don't know what, because um, he always chose like kind of cheap looking fabric or like the, it was too tight or just too embellished. And it just wasn't, um, it just didn't look classy. It looked more like the Fashion Nova kind of um, aesthetic, if you will. But 
afterwards, um, he's been getting like a lot more popularity and his designs are a bit more refined. And I know he's, he's really done stuff for, you know, like the Beyonce's, the Mariah's, the really A-list people, you know, have been like really elevating his brand lately. So he posted um, like screenshots of some private interactions that he and um, Chrissy had. I don't know what the context was, but I believe um, a, an employee of Michael's um, in the design studio or whatever either retweeted or posted something from, I don't know, but Chrissy thought that Michael himself was posting it. And so she was like calling him racist and she was saying, you know, um, doing negative press about him. And, you know, he privately messaged her and said like, hey, Chrissy, you know, this story has been, is false. Um, It was, you know, whoever else that did it and they're just like associated with him. It wasn't him directly. Um, But, you know, he was, you know, he apologized for like any mis communication and said that, you know, he's not um, responsible. And so Chrissy replied saying, racist people like you deserve to suffer and die. You might as well be dead. Your career is over. Just watch. Okay, girl, like that's, um, that's a lot. And that is um, a bit drastic. So afterwards, Michael said that he had thoughts of suicide, that he had, um, you know, just really negative uh, thoughts about like self-harm and things like that. And, you know, that is not um, something that you want to take lightly. So with Chrissy, you know, now she's on an apology tour. She has been getting canceled, you know, left and right. She put out one statement and then she wrote like a longer essay for Medium, basically saying that, you know, she was... She thought it was harmless, that she thought, you know, it was being, she was being clever and um, things like that. But girl, um, no ma'am. It's one thing to, you know, throw some shade or, you know, make a little joke. But to say, you know, you wish someone was dead and your day would be much better if that person was dead and... Even if this were like an isolated incident where, you know, you might have said something once or twice in your career that has been a bit, um, like, I guess could be interpreted as a little, uh, maybe, but nah, girl, you've been doing this for a while. You've been so nasty and so rude to everyone that it's not just a little harmless mistake. It's not a one-time thing. And I don't think it's something that people will really overlook, you know, because you're telling people to commit suicide. Now, on the flip side, I also think that maybe we're giving Miss Chrissy a bit too much power because, you know, she's mediocre at best. She's a, you know, probably a C-list celebrity without john legend she's not moving in these spaces where she has this kind of you know power quote unquote i mean come on mama sells pots and pans at kmart well she used to because you know they cancel her too but um i don't know if if chrissy's opinion has that much power over me now i don't know this lady 
but I just feel like, yes, the things she is saying are like really harsh, really just nasty. The backlash, yeah, the backlash is warranted, but I don't know if Chrissy got it like that to be dictating what people do and don't do with their lives. But there's just other things that she's been saying to like so many other people that, you know, just shows it's just not an isolated incident. So I don't think it's something that she can really get over like quickly. So in 2013, she had some stuff to say about, oh gosh, I can't pronounce this <laughs> girl's name. Quevajane uh, Wallace. She's an actress. She was nine years old and she got nominated for an Oscar for uh, Beasts, of the, Beasts of the Southern Wild. Uh, I didn't see the movie, but it was, um, it looked interesting, but she had something to say about her saying that um, basically implying that we should be forced to like Miss Wallace because she's, she's a child. Um, she also called the little girl cocky and um, <laughs> like, come on now, this girl is nine years old. So in 2010, when Mariah was pregnant with, you know, her twins, she made a comment about Mariah's size and her weight. Like, come on, Mariah's pregnant. She's having twins and you're attacking her body. And, you know, so that's already just not a good look to be making fun of a pregnant woman. And she says, why is anyone surprised Mariah is having twins? I was always pretty positive there were between two and 15 babies growing inside of her. Like, come on, girl. Come on. And then she said something about Lindsay Lohan. And, you know, Lindsay has had, you know, a whole bunch of challenges in her life after Mean Girls. And she says that Lindsay should add a few more slits to her wrist. Um, girl, that's just not cool. And then another one was, you know, the teen mom, uh, her name was Farah, and she was on Teen Mom and on MTV, which still comes on, by the way. And it's just like, girl, okay. But um, then she did like porn for a while. And then she did, I remember she was on Dr. Phil or something, but maybe she was trying to get help. But anyway, she made, um, she was making fun of Farah and like slut shaming her and just doing the most. And she was like, girl, Chrissy, uh, girl, it's a wrap for your career. And she was, like I said, she's on her apology tour. She posted this long ass, dumb ass um, op ed on Medium, and it just didn't make any sense. And then she got like a butterfly tattoo. <laughs> supposed to say that she's growing and that she's imperfect, and it just stop. Just stop. Stay off of Twitter. You know, go to some therapy and just get yourself together. Get your life right. Because there's something going on underneath all of that that is what really needs to be addressed. And I don't know what kind of trauma or hurt or pain that you've been experiencing. But the saying is that hurt people hurt people. And so if you are really out here 
saying and doing these things for over a decade. And that's just the things that we see. Like, we don't even know like what is yet to be uncovered. But, girl, it's some pain there. And I don't know. You might need to, you might want to talk to somebody about it because it's not a good look. It's not a good look. My next guest on the show is Mally, a broke-ass girl travel. I'm so excited to have her on the show this week because I love to travel. Haven't gotten the chance to do it because of the health situation, but as soon as the world opens back up, I will be on the first flight out of Philadelphia. Um, we talk about a lot how she got into blogging and traveling and and you know her real passions in life. So here's Mally. Mally, thank you for joining the show. Yeah, thank you for having me, for letting me come. <laughs> <laughs> so to get into your backstory, your origin story, tell me what um, kind of, um, when did you get the travel bug and when did you, um, you know, start this journey of being a travel enthusiast and blogger? Oh, origin story. I like that. That's like a superhero. Okay. <laughs> so... I've actually been traveling my whole life. Um, growing up, my mom was a flight attendant and she took us everywhere. So I've travel has been a part of my life for a very long time. Um, I always loved it when I got older and I had to purchase my own travel. Uh, <laughs> that was a scary time. I didn't think that I would be able to travel as much, of course. Um, so I started learning about travel and how to do it cheap. And when I started learning like some hacks and things like that, that's when I started blogging because people would ask me about travel a lot. So, um, yeah, that is basically it. I started blogging out of laziness <laughs> because people kept asking me how I was traveling so much. Mm -hmm. So I said, OK, I'm going to put together a website so people can go find all the information. And that's what I did. Awesome. And I love your website because it gives all the tips and like all of the, your picture looks so fun. I'm just, I'm a little jealous of you, actually. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so I um, am the traveler in my family. So I love like a international trip or just like a quick weekend trip, you know, here or there. Um, a lot of my family members, they don't tra travel as much, which is, you know, a little unfortunate because I, you know, just love the experiences and, and seeing new cultures and trying new foods and, and things like that. So t take me back to like your first international trip. Where'd you go? How was it? What'd you do? I, I honestly can't even hardly mm -hmm. remember. Cause like I said, I, <laughs> I've been traveling for a long time since I was a small child. Um, my mom, I remember, you know how you're a kid and mm -hmm. you, remember the unimportant things like yeah. my mom took us on a trip to Paris oh, nice. and she took us to Euro Disney when it first opened and I don't really remember a lot of the big important things mm -hmm. um she had given us little fanny packs and we had Cheez-Its and I remember feeding the pigeons um I remember some of the carousels in Paris I don't really remember a lot of important things um and I don't even know if I remember which trip was my first trip because she took us like to mm -hmm. Egypt. Uh, she oh, took wow. us a handful of places. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like I said, she was a flight attendant and back then you could, we could fly for free. So mm-hmm. we would um, go whenever there was space. So yeah. Um, I think Paris was my first international trip. Oh, nice. That was, um, that was my, technically my first international trip too. So I did a, um, trip to London and then the second leg of the trip was to Paris. So that was two amazing, um, destination cities. How many passport stamps do you have? (laughs) I I don't know (laughs) at this point. I have several passports um i lost one at one point so i honestly have no clue um i don't know how many countries i've been to i don't really keep count of that either i kind of just you know i'm just excited and happy to go wherever and i like to revisit places so Mm -hmm. if i love it i want to go back what's one place you love to just revisit well (laughs) um I took a group and we went to Cape Town, South Africa, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. So I actually bought a house there. Oh, wow. And like the beginning of 2020 is like when I finally closed on it. So I haven't mm-hmm. even been back. It's <laughs> just literally sitting there. Oh, awesome. But yeah, it's all right. Hopefully, you know, things will come around. I'll mm-hmm. be able to head back and get it together because yeah. I really do love it there. Oh, nice. Nice. So how do you yeah. prepare for a trip? Like when you have a, um, you know, a trip coming out, like what's, what's your process? Yeah. I don't want, I have fear of missing out. Like I don't want to miss out on any of the cool things. Mm-hmm. Right. So I love to search everything about a city. I love to look on social media. Like if I'm going to Paris, mm-hmm. I want to see, the new restaurants in Paris. Mm-hmm. I want to see the cool things. I want to see where the Instagram girls are going, <laughs> you know? So I like looking up every thing about a city, you know, all the tours that are kind of offered. Mm-hmm. So I spend a lot of time doing that whenever I plan a trip. Um, Cause you know, recommendations from people is the best yeah. Thing I think you know, if people are talking about it online, if they loved it, then that's something I want to add to my list. So yeah. I do that. Um, I'm an over planner, but I also like to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. So both both sides. Yeah. I'm a Capricorn, so I like to have it laid out. But you know, I can chill a little <laughs> bit <Yeah>. too. <laughs> um, kinda... So I like to plan outfits. I like to be cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of the same way where I. I don't over plan. Like my friends make fun of me because I always have a folder where I have like the day and like I'll list out, you know, where we're going to breakfast and what we're going to do before lunch and then where we're going to have lunch. And then I always pick like a couple like things we have to do for the day or like, you know, the top, you know, think, oh, we have to see this, you know, today. And then, you know, have a nice place for dinner and then kind of sometimes it's like, well, we have a like must sees and then nice to sees kind of like down to the bottom. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I do with planning for group trips. So I'll plan out the days and then, you know, sometimes you might wake up and you don't feel like moving. So it's Mm -hmm. like, all right, cancel that. We're just going to chill or, you know, move things around. So Mm -hmm. I'm not too strict on it, but I do like to get those must sees in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then for, you said you plan your outfits. 
no, <laughs> yeah. is it where you have to wear, you know, this top with this pants, with these shoes, with this hat? Because I'm like, I pre- the way I, I um, pack, and I, pre- I pack very efficiently where I can just mix and match everything. Yeah. So it's not like one, but I do have friends that they, they pack like looks <laughs> where, you know, they kind of yeah. have the huge... <laughs> right sometimes I have looks but I don't know I'm not that deep I pack efficiently too I just like Mm -hmm. simple dresses you know I like comfy things I just Mm -hmm. like to I don't overpack because I think it's easy for me to once I know where I'm going and what I'm doing then I can plan some simple outfits I don't Mm -hmm. have to have 80 million things that I'm not gonna wear so yeah (laughs) a little fancy I'm not that fancy though yeah, like I'm, I'm the same way. It's more about like ease and like, you know, I don't want to be sitting in the hotel or, you know, like thinking, okay, well, what am I going to wear today? Or, you know, just things like that. I just feel like easy grab and go because yeah. I want to get out and like experience the, the city. Same. Yeah. So simple things, but you know, everybody wants to take their pictures too. So oh, for you got to sure. be a little, you got to be ready, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true because. You know, you see the people on Instagram and it's like, really, you wearing a ball gown to the, <laughs> stand in front of, you know, yeah. this, this pyramid? Yeah. Like, come I've, on. I've worn some gowns on a hike, you know. <laughs> I I actually do the thing where, like, I'll have on regular clothes. Like, I might have on some leggings and a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get in front of the pyramids and I'll put the gown on oh. from my backpack. <laughs> You know, that's, and I'll take the picture uh-huh. and then you just take it right back off. Oh, that's how y'all do you know? it. Okay. That's the key. Okay, yeah. Okay. You gotta, you know how you have like your backpack for mm-hmm. the day when you have your stuff in it, you know, that's what, that's what I do. Okay. <laughs> cool. You get the fancy picture uh-huh. and then you don't have to have on a gown all day. So. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about like your pandemic travel because I'm following you on Instagram and I see that you just got back from. Yeah from um brazil right yeah we went to brazil (laughs) i think that depending on the location Mm -hmm. and the way people move right now that you could potentially do some safe travel Mm -hmm. right and i actually we went to i took a group um to colombia not too long ago a couple Mm -hmm. of months ago um we did maldives maldives has been open pretty much the, the whole, whole pandemic, yeah. right? Um, and the reason why is because they have such a safe system with these small islands. You know, there's only kind of one way to come in and then you're on this small island only with other people um, who have gone through the same procedures. So it's really safe um, when you think about their system. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me about Brazil because they're kind of afraid of it, you know, in their minds, they're like, Brazil was doing bad, but I, I think that we forget like how bad the United States right. was doing, which is actually where you live, <laughs> and how bad we're honestly still doing. You know, yeah. safety is kind of like a mental thing mm-hmm. as well. So, um, yeah, we just came back from Brazil. Brazil, we had a great time. We were safe. Um, of course, right now, everybody has to test to get back into the United mm-hmm. States, so um we all tested and we were all negative the same thing with Colombia so they were both great trips awesome and the beauty of kind of traveling right now is that everything is empty yeah yeah so 
when you're going to these tourist locations like Christ the Redeemer, where there's normally so many people you can hardly move, it's just mm -hmm. empty. So you have it to yourself. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you get any kind of um, like pushback from people like saying, oh, why are you traveling now? You know, it's it's dangerous or. Um, yeah. And I'm, I mean, there are some people who are afraid. They're like, well, I'm not traveling right now. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> um, I just, <laughs> again, think that in comparison, like it's, it's an assumed safety, you know, like mm -hmm. in comparison to the way people are living, you know, like, for example, I had a conversation with a girl and she's like literally out and about in her city, you know, she's going out to eat mm -hmm. and she's at her friend's house and I'm like in comparison to travel, like what do you think is different right. from what you're the way you're actually living, right? I'm doing the same thing. I'm just in a different city. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't know. And I can't worry. I feel like, you know, people are grown and they can make their own decisions. So <laughs> as long as they're following the rules and following laws, mm -hmm. you know. YOLO. That I feel like I'm good. Yep. I'm vaccinated. Um, I haven't had any issues. So awesome. Awesome. So yep. um, you give all the tips and all the tricks. And one of my first, um, the first time I think I really learned about some of the travel, like hacks and things was like, remember when they were like those glitch, um, those glitch fairs to Dubai, and like everybody started going to Dubai. Um, is that yeah? Is like is that a thing? Because I know sometimes they can get canceled or like you assume some kind of risk when you when you buy like a, a glitch flight, right? Yeah, there are glitch fairs and they happen randomly. Um, you know, you, you're essentially taking a chance. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you see it, if I see in a ridiculously great deal, like you know those glitch fairs that are like a couple hundred dollars, yeah. I just say go ahead and buy it. Mm -hmm. Uh, like you said, it might get canceled. There is a chance that they might go ahead and honor your ticket. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're doing. Basically, you're taking the chance that they'll honor it and you'll get to go on a trip. Um, I did one to Singapore. This was some years ago, mm -hmm. um, but it was round trip from Chicago to Singapore. And it was like $300. Oh, wow. And so I got that one. Um, but yeah, I say... Just watch it. Take advantage of it. If you see it, just buy it immediately. Don't even think about it. You know, I try to ask like my friends or my family, like, do you guys want to come? And if they start hemming and hawing, oh, um, let me see. I don't wait. I don't have time. I just right. buy my ticket. If you get it, you can get it. And if not, then you can't. And yeah, I just take the chance. Because then, you know, with airfare, you do have 24 hours to cancel right. either way. Mm -hmm. No, in any time that you purchase airfare, you still have 24 hours to cancel. So I always say take the chance. Just book it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if, if it gets canceled, it's only, you know, a couple hundred dollars and you could probably find another one, right? Yeah. If it gets canceled, then they'll refund your money. Yeah. So you're not really out of anything. Mm -hmm. You just don't get to go. Yeah. But if they do honor it, then that's awesome, too. Yeah. So I need you to dispel a myth or confirm a myth. Can you <laughs> can you okay. can you carry mini bottles in your toiletry bag? Mini bottles of alcohol. Yeah. Yep, you can carry them on. Okay, but listen, <laughs> right? 
you can carry them on. Technically, there's no limit or whatever. You're supposed to put them in a Ziploc bag. You can carry them on your carry-on bag. Mm -hmm. Based on FAA rules, you're not supposed to drink them on the plane. If a flight attendant catches you and it's the wrong flight attendant and she's having the wrong day, day. then, right, you might get a fine, go to jail, lose your right to fly, any of that type of stuff, depending on who you run into, you know. So, yes, you can take them. If you're going to be sneaky, be sneaky, but you're not supposed to drink them on the plane. Mm -hmm. So, but yes, you can take them. Good to know. Have you ever so, seen yeah. a fight on a plane? Because you know how people be posting these videos and like the Southwest flight attendant got attacked like a couple of weeks ago and this guy was on yeah. trying to get into the cockpit like on another flight, I think yeah. yesterday or something like that. Have you seen anything like that go down? Yeah. I've never seen any fights or anything that deep mm -hmm. i've seen like some verbal altercations you know um recently <laughs> we i was on a plane and we were like about to take off this was probably like january um we were about to take off and then we were like grounded for some reason like for some reason we were on the tarmac but the plane didn't take off but we had to sit mm -hmm. there and wait for like 45 minutes before we could take off. Mm -hmm. um, a guy got up and went to the bathroom and apparently the smoke detectors went off. Oh, so the flight attendants rushed to the bathroom. Like he tried to smoke in the bathroom. Wow. Um, so there was like a whole big altercation over that, you know, because the smoke detectors went off. Um, I mean, I haven't really seen too many fights other than in the news. Everybody is kind of, I don't know, like the energy is really tense right now. Yeah, so yeah. everybody is kind of a little crazy, but no, I've never seen that. I've seen some medical emergencies. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of scary yeah. when you're sitting there and they're, you know, asking if anybody is a doctor on the plane or mm -hmm. whatever, but <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah, that, yeah, that would scare me. I've only seen like, you know, people like arguing about seats and stuff, but nothing like crazy, crazy. So I yeah. do want to ask you about- um, I've never seen any real fights. Yeah. So let me ask you about, um, <laughs> so our auntie Monique was in the news the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear her commentary about the bonnets, women wearing their bonnets at the yes, airport? Yes, of course. And it's like going crazy on social media, mm -hmm. like, on TikTok, the girls did a thing where it was like bonnet day, like they all wore their bonnets mm -hmm. and they were making videos online. So, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've seen it. Um, <laughs> I just feel like everybody's entitled to their opinion right. and what they want or mm -hmm. will do. But I also feel like I deserve comfort and I'm going to do whatever I want to do. So if I want to wear a bonnet, I'm going to wear a bonnet. I'm going to wear a scarf. I'm going to wear... Mm -hmm sweatpants i mean you know i don't have any yeah. hair now so i don't have those problems but if i did then i would do it i just you know i think we deserve to be comfortable too yeah That's yeah it. like i get um i think monique is coming from it from like a old school kind of perspective because you know how older people like anytime you go anywhere it's like you got to dress up and you know you gotta have yeah. on your nice outfit your nice shoes 
go to the doctor, you got to be dressed up, go to the grocery store. And I get, you know, if I'm about to take a four or five hour, six hour flight or eight hour flight, I want to be comfortable. And, you know, I wouldn't necessarily come out in my, you know, what I would wear to sleep. But, you know, I'm going to have on (laughs) some loose pants. I'm going to have on, you know, something. And then, you know, taking into consideration when I land, you know, I might go to the and like, you know, spruce up before I land. But I don't know. I see both sides of it. But, you know, if (laughs) the only thing I I just think um, that black women, we're kind of like reaching a point where we're like, you know, we're tired of people judging us. We're tired of everything that we're Mm -hmm. doing. You know, everything that we do is going to be ghetto or whatever. And so it's just like, to a certain extent, the backlash is also from that, you know, mm-hmm. which I, I definitely okay. understand. We feel like we don't have to, I don't know, we don't always have to show up like that anymore. Like we can just be comfortable. We don't have to mm-hmm. worry about it. But yeah, I definitely can see it from, I understand the other side, especially for older, older people, you know. Like I was talking to my mom about it and she was like, no, (laughs) you know, but she's older. And, you know, back in Uh the day when we got on the plane, we used to have to dress up like church clothes, dress up like that's right. You know Mm -hmm. what generation they're kind of coming from. So I get it. It's funny, though. People are saying that she should have they can see her message, but she came in her bathrobe and she was talking. It was like, girl, come on, you got to. (laughs) <laughs> do better right than that. like that's the other so, thing like she often shows up on the internet looking <laughs> looking crazy yeah double standard <laughs> so bef- yep. <laughs> before um before i let you go i do want to ask do you have any recommendations like if it's a person's you know they've never been on an international trip or they've never been they never really traveled extensively what kind of things would, um, what kind of advice or tips would you give them? Oh, um, I would just tell them to be open-minded. When I get new people who come on my trips, there's a lot of fear, right? So there's um, Mm -hmm. their family or friends who are not familiar with travel that are talking to them like, oh, you're going where? Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to get kidnapped. You know, there's a lot of that. Um, So I would just say be open-minded. Um, try not to be scared. I know that's difficult for people because you you feel fear. Um, right. But understand that, you know, safety is honestly in your actions. It's not in the location. Um, so I tell people that a lot. Just be open-minded, open to new things. And yeah, you'll have a great time. <laughs> yeah. And be open to the food too. Like you can't eat McDonald's the whole time. and. You got to be open to everything, all the parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. And what what is what is one destination that you probably that that surprised you? Like you had one kind of concept of what it was going to be like and when you got there it was like totally different. Good or bad? Hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't really not that I don't have preconceived notions about places because everybody does. 
Um, I just often think of places that like are really hyped up, that are really popular. And then I get there mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay. It's, I mean, I've been to Bali a couple of times and that's everybody's like top, you know, everybody wants to go there. And it is nice. Mm-hmm. It lives up to the hype. Um, it's just kind of weird how we kind of make these things, how we kind of overdo it, you know, the Bali and the Thailand and the Dubai and the places, mm-hmm. you know, the top places where everybody wants to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but I try not to have preconceived notions. I just kind of let the place show me what it has to offer. Um, we went to the Amalfi Coast and I can say like when I got there, I was really overwhelmed with like how beautiful it was. It was really um, more than what the pictures show you. Like the pictures mm-hmm. are beautiful, but when you get there, it's really amazing. It's really beautiful. Um, but yeah, any other place, I, I've never really, I try not to judge. Yeah. I just save my judgment for when I get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's a good, um, that's a good perception to have. So I'm introducing a new segment to the show. It's called The Category is Quickie. It's going to be five rapid-fire questions. Oh, yeah. There are no wrong (laughs) answers, so just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Think of it like Fast Money on Family Feud, and I'm Steve Harvey. (laughs) Window seat or aisle seat? Window. Okay. International or domestic? International. Business class or economy? (laughs) I want to say business class, but I'm poor, so I have to say economy. What a, cheap? <laughs> cheap. Whatever's the cheapest. Um, yeah. Airbnb or hotel? A hotel. And yeah. would you prefer a slaycation or a vacation? A uh, so location. A nobody get on my nerves cation. That's my favorite. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I guess if I had to pick between those two, bay. Vacation. All right. And then yeah. what is? What is the one location destination that's on your bucket list? Oh, there's too many. Um, I've been wanting to go to Manila forever and I haven't made it. So I'm going to say Philippines, Manila. Awesome. Thank you so much to my guest, Mally of Broke Ass Girl Travel. Tell us, tell everyone where you can, where they can find you. I'm at Broke Ass Girl Travel on all social media. So. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and BrokeAssGirlTravel.com. So next up, I do have an I Said What I Said for this week. And my I Said What I Said is about, it's kind of a recurring theme. So you know how earlier I mentioned that we just give, we're giving Chrissy Teigen a bit too much power. So it's really about the power that we give social media. So it was in the news that a TikTok star, and you know how, I feel anytime you have to put the name of a social media platform in front of the word star, it's like uh, Instagram star, YouTube star. This guy's a TikTok star. Um, He has 7 million followers and he basically got famous by doing skincare reviews. Um, So he tests out like different beauty products and I guess tells you what he thinks about them. And yeah, so he's got... 7 million followers, which, you know, a lot of that is, they put a lot of clout on like the social currency of that. And if you've seen Fake Famous on, I believe it's on HBO, it's this documentary about this um, guy who decides to make 
these three random people um, Instagram famous. And so it, if you haven't seen it, check it out because it's very interesting, um, this whole this whole world of, of social media. But um, in regards to this guy, his name is Hiram Yarbrough. Um, he just got a deal with Sephora um, to launch his own skincare line called Selfless by Hiram. On the one hand, it's like, okay, tense for you, but you do skincare product reviews. That doesn't mean you really need to get your own skincare line. I think it's the same as if you know how to read a recipe, that doesn't mean someone should hand you your own restaurant and give you a Michelin star and a James Beard award. It's like, okay, girl, if someone pays you to do this review, you're going to say what they want you to say about it and you know it's just because he has seven million followers doesn't mean that you know he not to say he doesn't deserve it but i mean it's just a reach for me and i just feel like we do put too much clout on the number that someone specifically has on a certain platform like in fake famous you can buy followers you can buy views you can buy likes you can you know have this fake world and like the more followers you get the more you start getting free stuff you start getting you know access to certain things and the girl on fake famous it she was just she was all into it and i, I said i wasn't gonna give spoilers but um but yeah for the other two things were a bit different so just check it out fake famous on on hbo but yeah i guess i mean no hate, no shade to Mr. Hiram, but I just feel like I just feel like it's a bit of a reach, but tens for you, girl. I guess. So speaking of tens, my tens this week is going to one of my favorite people. Is one of the very few people that I stand. Uh Kamala Devi Harris, the first woman to be vice president of the United States, was also the first vice president of the United States to march in a pride parade. So over the weekend, it was Capitol Pride in D.C. Vice President Harris and Doug, the second gentleman, uh, the first uh, the first second gentleman, they made a surprise drop in at the Capitol Pride um, walk and rally in D.C. Um, they walked part of the route. And then at the end, um, you know, they had like the rope set up. And I guess the vice president wasn't supposed to go beyond the rope, but she like ducked under the rope and like was going to like talk to the people and secret service like swooped in <laughs> to try to protect her. And it was kind of cute because, you know, she just wanted to be amongst the people and, you know, they were giving her all kinds of flack for her recent trip to Guatemala and, um, and the responses she gave in, the um about you know people coming to the border but so she had a little rough start to the week but it was good that she had a great end of the week she had on a little pink blazer she had on a love is love t-shirt and her signature chuck taylor so tens for you vice president harris it was a good look for you to be out amongst the people and celebrating pride and pride month so tens for you i love to see it 
So that about wraps up the show for this week. Thank you again to Mally of Broke Ass Girl Travel. I'll be sure to put all of her information down in the show notes so you can get her travel hacks, her tips, her tricks, sneak some mini bottles on the, on the plane. Um, and yeah, get flued out for the summer. So everybody stay safe, stay healthy. And oh, shout out to my nephew. It's his birthday on Thursday. I'll see y'all later. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category is right now. Category is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith.